Welcome to I Got Back Up. I'm Talia Lazarus, creator of I Got Back Up. And in August 2021, I was in a road accident. I didn't walk for 10 weeks. I had knee surgery that September and a second double knee surgery in February 22. My journey took me through greatest highs and extreme lows. We don't realize how much we take for granted until it is all taken away. The day I was able to get a glass of water all by myself was one of those little moments in life. Everyone has a story, and as humans, we always talk about when someone is back up or how something happened, but we don't discuss the middle part, the recovery, the journey, the darkness, the continuous roller coaster of ups and downs. It's a taboo subject for most, but here it's not. You have a chance to change your story, your outcome, your next chapter. You can face all your hurdles, obstacles and walls with us and those around you. You are not alone. We recover together. Tom Hamer, a British paraswimmer, Commonwealth, European and world champion. Tom has dyslexia and he spent his childhood being ashamed of who he was because he could not read or write, whilst also going through family traumas. Today I'm chatting with Tom to understand his journey of accepting who he is, how school affected him in many ways, realising that he has a superpower in a different area and how discovering swimming changes his mindset and outlook on life. Tom has become exactly who he wants to be, not who anybody wanted him to be, and he continues to follow his dreams. Hey Tom, how are you doing today? Yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. I've just finished my morning training. Uh, and Training for me is I'm a swimmer, British para swimmer. Uh, so it's a funny one actually, to be fair, uh, is the word para, because... Uh, I think people look at me and think, what's wrong with me, straight away. And uh, I've been on the British Para Swimming team for nearly a decade now. When I think about it, it's mental. <laughs> uh, let, let's start from the start. So my my story kind of really began in the early days of school. And uh, and throughout my childhood, I, I really struggled uh, throughout school. And, and as a kid... Uh, I was obviously very cautious and conscious that I was very behind from all the other children in the class. Mm-hmm. And uh, and whilst that was happening, I did a number of different sports. And uh, sports were the only thing what made me happy as a kid. Uh, and and I've and as a kid, till I am now, I've always been 100 miles an hour. I cannot sit down. <laughs> for, for a long time at all really you're lucky you've got me sat down for an hour doing this <laughs> uh so uh so so my, my parents have always been really supportive and they've got me doing loads of different sports and the one sport that I fell in love with was swimming and and the reason why I fell in love with swimming at such a young age is I felt like I was in my own bubble like all the time like I didn't need to speak to people people didn't need to speak to me I could just put my head down in the water and let my imagination just take over and and I think for me that was like the most magical thing as like growing up uh and you know being a kid who struggles reading and writing my creative side is just like unbelievable like my brain just thinks at 100 miles an hour so to have that opportunity to you know swim before school and after school, four hours a day, and being in my own world, just were like, it's heaven. And like this morning, for example, like I came into training quite tired, and 
And my coach was like, your head's not there, is it, this morning? I said, no, not really. He's like, well, I'll give you a full session to just switch off. And it just brings me back to my childhood days where, like, when I was struggling, I could just go somewhere safe and, and like, cuddle the water almost. And, and, and the water <laughs> almost become my friend. Uh, so, so that become my lover when I was younger. And I carried it on throughout school. And, and as I was getting older as well, I was falling further and further behind. Uh, and, and school was, yeah, I could be here all day talking about school, but school for me was horrendous. I absolutely hated it. I think the reason were is there were two different experiences of school for me. You had primary school and you had high school. I didn't do any further education from high school. So, so primary school, I, I always knew that I was special in a way because I was very much behind. And, uh, and at that point, I was still swimming and loving what I was doing. But I was always a kid who was out of the classroom with extra support through primary school. And, and I always felt like I was always separated from all the other kids but from from like a young age I always felt like I, I struggled to build that friends relationship as well because I spent half the time with just a member of a staff who's like 40 and years old and just I spend all day with her just trying to catch up and thinking why am I not like all the other kids and and it, it really kind of scored me did that in primary school and, and like things perfect examples of it were like all the kids are reading like harry potter books and big bloody pages what about that thick books and and i would walk into reception still getting biff and chipped in my final years of primary school and and like going through them experiences absolutely killed me mm -hmm. and uh and so then I, I joined high school and i thought new chapter no one from my primary school really knows me because there's about three or four of them going to my high school and that's it fresh start and as soon as I went there I was I was in the bottom set and it was like it started all over again where there's a number of pupils in a class and they're all struggling there's extra support because I wanted to learn I didn't want to be that special kid and uh, I just wanted to be normal uh, in a way and, and I don't know what normal is to this day but you know I, I'm happy who I am now but at school I couldn't accept that this this system and the only friendship group I had we were at swimming because they actually didn't know anything about me struggling at school and I think that was the thing what I loved the most they just they knew I could just swim and there were nothing wrong with me and and everything what I do now with parasport defeats everything what I do did as a kid but I, I think in the way I've accepted who I am yeah and I think that's my biggest my biggest story uh, in a way is is at school I wanted to separate myself to being with the special kids or in the bottom set or, or being special myself I just wanted to have a, a normal friendship group go to school learn like everyone else and not struggle uh, and, and I just really yeah. hard and and so I was getting faster with my swimming and getting to like a regional and national level and at the age of like 14 nearly turning on 15 I got an opportunity to to uh, to go for the Paralympics and not go to the Paralympics but be part of a, a para community and it was my coach what actually uh, my swimming coach what actually put me forward at the time because he knew 
he knew that I struggled at school and he knew it when we were doing sets, I would be like asking a lot more questions than the other kids, if that made sense. But none of the other kids kind of picked that up. He knew he's, he's a, he might be a bit slow, <laughs> if that makes sense. And, uh, <laughs> so, so he kind of put me forward and it was a real big decision at 15 to think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm stamping this mark on me that I'm para, if that makes sense. When, you know, mm-hmm. in, in my eyes to this day, I'm not disabled at all. I I just can't read or write. And, and the biggest things what saved me as an adult is having an iPhone because I can talk to it. It writes my messages. And, and so now from being at school, I don't see myself having an impairment at all because technology does everything for me. Uh, and, and that's the one thing what I struggled with at school was just reading and writing. Uh, and, and so if you said to give me mm. a piece of paper and, and, and a pen and do something, I'll, I'll be screwed now. But but having technology has like saved my life completely just because it's made everything so much easier. Uh, and so uh, mm. so at 15, I kind of made that decision and I thought, I thought of two things really. I said, I said to like my family, I said, look, I get to travel the world and get paid for it. <laughs> Uh, I get to do what's, do something I love. In realistic terms, am I going to make it to the Olympics? Am I going to make it to British champs or a Commonwealth Games or a Europeans? Probably not. You know, th- this is an opportunity for a kid who struggled all the way through school, has no GCSEs when he leaves school, and mm-hmm. and not sure what his future looks like. Or there's this, it's kind of like I had that in one hand and I had this opportunity of, you know, getting paid, Traveling the world, doing something what I love, being in that bubble every day. What what would I rather do? And so it was the biggest decision of my life because it was like I'm putting a stamp on my name of being disabled, and that's all I've ever tried yeah. to fight during school. If that made sense, being that special kid, and and to be fair, like mentally, it's it's killed me over the years because like you know, perfect examples growing up through them later teens you know women get introduced and they find out find out like you're a swimmer and first thing they do like normal is they google you and then this you have that awkward conversation why are you disabled and i'm like i'm not disabled i just can't read or write i have this superpower in a different area uh and just because i can't read or write mm-hmm. it used to really frustrate me growing up because like you know you, i were getting that bit older and these conversations always come up why I'm in the Paralympics, why I'm a para. I didn't think that were a thing. And, and I never thought it were a thing. Like, and it weren't something I was looking for. Uh, you know, my, my family uh, are property yeah. developers. And, and so that's what my granddad did. That's what my dad does. And that's what I'm going to do. I, I kind of said, look, I want to do my dream to my dad. And he's like, 100%. He said, you can come to the business whenever. At this point in time, in like early 20s, my dad's just always been, just enjoy your life and just, you know, take every opportunity what comes your way. You can join them at any <laughs> point. So I've always been lucky in that respect. Uh, but I think I've just really struggled growing up, you know, with being a para-athlete and, and being associated with something. And, and I wondered why, yeah. why am I, why am I ashamed? And it took me ages mentally and and now I actually don't give two fucks what people think, because you know I I really 
I, I really <laughs> don't care. And and because I'm proud of who I am. And but as a young teenager, all these little barriers what used to come up with with why you you're disabled or if you're wanting to try and get sponsorship, you're having to always tell them why. And then they just don't quite understand it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And and I think that's what I really used to get upset about all the time. Uh, and, and it did mentally, like, drain me and frustrate me. But, like, you know, I think it made me a lot stronger. And I'm currently writing a book about it all at the minute, uh, which, which is really exciting. Uh, so, like, it, it, the, the book is kind of, like, all all invisible impairments type of thing and just about my story and and just went on in in 2014 to go off a little bit off topic but it's about disabilities my dad had a brain tumor so like you know he's like my superhero <laughs> and uh and he had a brain tumor and, and he lost his vision and uh getting fucking upset now <laughs> uh so he lost his vision and his, his, his eyes are fucked, <laughs> quite frankly. But, like, you know, he's so successful and he's managed to carry on doing what he loves, which is building. And I don't know how he carries on doing what he's doing there, mm-hmm. uh, but his eyes are just, like, absolutely... He, he cannot see hardly, really. Uh, he has no peripheral vision. Like, you can see further than me and my mum, but, like, you can't see the floor. If you went to shake his hand, you can't see you uh, and stuff. So so that was, like, a big thing what impacted us as a family. And so, technically, Dad then become disabled. Then my mind kind of shifted then. He's, like, the most wisest man. He, he Honestly, he's, like, he's my hero. And uh, and so seeing him go through, through, you know, not being able to see, and then I'm always worried, thinking... Will he be able to see when I have kids one day or if I ever will walk down in the aisle? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to deteriorate and there's still an unknown on that. And so there's always a massive worry uh, on my dad's side. Like, But, uh, but yeah, this disability word, he was affected that I'm a para-athlete, I do what I do, but at the end of the day, I get to do what I love. Uh, and, and, and that's what holds me to my sport and, and holds me to the parasport is is that and and the community is so amazing to be fair like you know with all the other athletes who we, we all have like yourself have similar experiences and and that same mindset in a way and 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 i think that's what i love is i can share my experiences from school and and this impairment i have what i struggle with and someone will have a very similar story but in a different area and it's so nice just to relate with other people and as I've got older I've I think because I got scarred at school with with being that special child I've tried to create an image what makes me look normal which is people shouldn't have to do that but like I created an image where like I look after my like my, my my body my skin my teeth like I wanted to look like a normal person so if i were ever to walk down the street no one could ever know that anything was up with me in a way that i can't read and i was so mm-hmm. conscious of that of like leaving school like someone could see right through me and i think i think that's mm-hmm. like my biggest insecurity and what was is is people seeing through through me to who i actually am and when actually 
you know, I actually don't care now, whereas I used to really care because I've just accepted that, you know, I just struggle in an area. And I think the things what get me through life so much is is a bit like social media, but, you know, this, this, and these stats are going to go in my book and stuff, but, like, 60% of self-made bil- uh, billionaires are all dyslexic like myself. And I think, like, when I hear, hear stuff like that, it just thinks, Wow, why is that? Why why are them the people what are sixty percent of all millionaires or billionaires like dyslexic like myself? And, and I think, oh wow, and 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 I know why it is because we think different to everyone else, mm-hmm. uh, and and we think outside the box and that and 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 I always the, mm-hmm. the funniest thing is I come to my dad every single week with a brand new idea, and and, and when I mentioned to you the other day like trying to clamp me down for this call is so hard because I'm 100 miles an hour because I have, <laughs> I have about, I can't even tell you, but I have a 100 projects going just like all time. And, and I understand why that is yeah. so true because not anyone else could think 100 miles an hour like I can or do 100 miles an hour because they just get tired. But yeah, so my story is kind of like, a lot of it is is how school kind of scarred me and shaped me up to who I am today, and and then alongside that is how swimming kind of kind of educated me in this disability world and made me upset who I am. And I think that's the biggest message I kind of kind of got out of parasport is you know at first it was a big scary thing being labelled something, but you know I think my biggest biggest goal in life now is to try and get rid of that label for people because I still think think people are scared about that label and I I think people shouldn't be labeled in a way at all like you know like yourself who's you know had an accident you know you're not disabled you've just had an accident in life and and you you've struggled with with like the impairment of your legs up from that accident but you've recovered and you've 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 gained another superpower in another area if you wouldn't have gone through that accident we wouldn't be talking now you know it, it everything leads to something and and it's been a a real tricky road like family and school and 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 swimming and stuff but you know i'm I'm actually planned out well for me in the end but at school i I just didn't have that vision if that made sense because i was just relating to all the kids previous years in my class and and i just think it's so easy at school to be sucked up in that system and and then you struggle outside of life and and it's always been my worry throughout my swimming from this whole uh, thing and in a way yes it is because I want to carry on the family tradition uh, and legacy but I want to have my own spin on things now whereas if I didn't do this swimming I that kid on site okay. just working his way up whereas I've got now so many goals and things I want to achieve and and I just want to my biggest thing is I love going into schools and teaching kids that you know keep an open mind like don't let the school system drag you into where they want you take yourself where you want to go uh, and and because it, it, it's a completely different thing kids can get told a variety of different things in schools um but you're basically saying for people to follow yeah their dreams that, that's regardless. What, what i'm i'm trying to say because i'm that kid who followed his dream of swimming and it didn't, obviously, I had a different dream in swimming in terms of like going to the Olympics. And I never felt the Paralympics. And, yeah. and that's what kind of changed it all for me in a way. And I still pursued what I loved. 
which is swimming and and it's got to got to where i am today but if that teacher actually got me to stop you know it, it, it it's like what what would i be doing because i am that kid who left school with no gcse's uh, or, or anything so it is mental to be yeah. fair when you look back at it all uh so yeah and I think that's the thing is not a lot of kids or even people when they're told something, maybe to stop doing something, a lot of people would stop. They would think, well, this, this person's right, so I am going to stop. And that's okay if some people do stop. But what kind of advice would you say to people, especially kids that might be going through a similar situation? you got to trust your gut and trust your heart. If you love doing what you're doing, don't let anyone else tell yeah. you otherwise. Then just because they don't like it doesn't mean you have to like it or you do like it, you know, follow what you enjoy doing. And, and that's kind of just what I, I did. And, and and school is some people telling me, come on, Tom, you can read this. And I'm, I'm there in the class like, I cannot read it. I'm, I, I don't know why I cannot read it. And, and, and teachers shouting at me saying, come on, Tom, you can read it. Stand up in front of the class, read the... F-. And I, I'm like, I, I can't read it. Or it's like, come on, Tom, this is how you spell a certain word. Uh, and like they're breaking it down, being very right condescending, and I'm like, I can't spell it. Like there's something there, what's stopping me? I cannot do it. And because throughout school, I, I kind of got that where they told me to stop doing things and putting me on that spot. It has really like scarred me in terms of I don't want anybody telling me what to do anymore. If that makes sense, because that's all I got throughout school, and. And so, yeah, it's it's been a that has been a really challenging thing, and 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 this is where like my, my parents have been mm-hmm. so supportive, but at the same time, it's it's been a real difficult one at home as well, because like my dad is, you know, he's he's my hero, but my mum's also my hero. They're the most supportive parents, and I think what the saddest thing is is my parents are so. They're so loving. It's it's too much, if that makes it. They're so so proud of where I am today, and and I think a lot of it is because you know I'm really dad now. But like, yeah. I, I used to have a brother, and he got he, he passed away, and uh, and basically he, he got hit by a car, and it were a hit and run at the age of fourteen, and so so that traumatized my parents a hell of a lot, and. And so I am like their only golden egg. Does that make sense? And so like they they, they wrap me in cotton wool a uh, hell of a lot. And it is so nice. But as that kid who's been struggling throughout school and people telling him what to do, like I'm not saying they tell me what to do, but there's times where we have that conflict because I hate getting told what to do because I've got this scar. And, and it, it's been... As a family, we've just been through so much shit, and and then obviously all this thing with school, and then mm. they're just so proud of who I am, being part of swimming and being part of this para world. But at the same time, for more some years, I haven't accepted that. Does that make sense? So it's just been such a a difficult up and down journey because like we've just had so much shit at home, but then at the same time. I'm trying yeah. to accept who I am being part of this para world, which at the same time I think I'm not. And it's just been like, it's just been draining. And I think it's been one hell of a bloody roller coaster. And, and, I, and I can say that I'd much rather have gone from down this route 
than the route of listening to that teacher. But yeah, it's made me who I am today for sure. And and for the only advice I can give to kids, just just literally follow the dream. If if that dream is the slightest thing possible or like the littlest things, just just do it. Like what what's holding you back? Like you know. And and so yeah, that that's kind of where I'm where my story is briefly so from the journey and your story how do you think that you know mentally you've been able to keep going the best example how i work is i'm like a battery yeah and it gets charged up at night and then during the day i'm 100 (laughs) miles an hour but as the day goes on with me i get tireder so in the morning i'm at my I'm at my prime, I'm fucking 100 miles an hour from 5 o'clock till midday. Mm-hmm. And then as the afternoon goes, I slowly start dying because that battery, my brain's worked that fast. Cause it's got a, my brain works in general. <laughs> and then to keep up with all this writing, working 10 times yeah. harder. So, so it comes to the end of the day and I'm absolutely fucked more or less. And, and I, I, not gonna lie, is I'm an early night kind of person because I need my sleep. If I don't have my sleep, that battery isn't full for the next day, if that makes sense. And then I'm I'm drifting on on half battery from five o'clock in the morning and then it's going to empty type of thing. So that's the best way of describing me and, and how I've caught with getting up in the morning is just having that one goal of of you know getting that gold medal what I've always wanted and and regardless if it's Olympic medal or a Paralympic medal I've I've just wanted to always get to the top of everything I do and and that's always been my thing is if I do something it has to be right and it has to be the best I have to have the best of everything so if I'm in swimming I have to get the best medals does that make sense and that's just how my brain kind of kind of functions so it's that's what's really helped me get up but mentally it has been so tiring and hard and 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 then that factor of you know mental health comes in like you know there's i i personally think there's two best options to deal with it number one is talking to somebody about all your problems and 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 getting it out there and 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 sometimes it feels so much better when someone else has just listened to you Uh, and and it's nicer if someone can even relate to a similar similar a similar situation and number two is, you know, mm. as hard as it sounds, but, you know, like my obviously losing like a brother or like from a mum and that, it they're never going to come back. You know what I mean? That's it. And so you either dwell on it or you move forward. And it's the same with that. You, you, you either keep thinking about it or you move forward. It's never going to go. You know what I mean? It's never going to come back. And, 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 and it's all about just moving forward. And I think that's how, how I see it is, you know, for, for him to go, he's never coming back, as sad as that sounds. And it's the same with mental health is if you're in that dark place, you know, you you need to try and get out that place and, and never try and get back there. But, you know, it's just, it is such a tricky one. And there'd be so many people what might listen to this and have a completely different opinion, but... I, I just personally feel like, you know, you you just got to keep moving forward. People might think this very differently, but this is your opinion and this makes you yeah. who you are. And, you know, there's no there's no point stopping it. There's, you know, people shouldn't tell you right or wrong because this is who you are. And people may agree, people may disagree, but I think yeah. it doesn't matter. 
that's why, in a way, I am writing a book and I, I want to say my side to things like that because I've never actually come out and spoke about it a lot, yeah. if that makes sense. And and I've never really been one to vocal how I feel about situations because, yeah. to be honest, I don't, I don't, not that I don't like conflict, I just don't want to be involved in stuff like that. I've got, I've got other things to worry about, but at the same time, I, I kind of think I want to help people as well. Like yourself yeah. doing this program, like I, I want to help these people. So I kind of, after Tokyo, I kind of said I want to do something when I can, where I can do some good. And there's no point of me doing all this swimming and representing my country and not giving yeah. something back to the community as well and, and and i'm so far yeah. giving back to the community like if i'm not volunteering at the local scouts group i'm volunteering at the local radio and so like i, I love bits and bobs to like yeah. give back to my community because they're the ones what have you know sat down and watched me on tv and supported me and bits and bobs and i'm all for that and and i think as well <laughs> to to be fair like with mental health trying to volunteer for something could massively help with mental health. If someone is struggling, trying to get into a new group and have a new purpose and doing good makes you feel so much better. Like if you're going into school and and if you go into one school and you help one kid, I I walk away absolutely buzzing. It's like a work purpose. You know what I mean? Like I've helped that one kid. If my message has gone through to him, and he's then achieved his dream, and I think, fucking hell, that were worth it. And and so, you know, just just I I, lo- I do love volunteering. Not gonna lie. Uh, so so yeah, I think that really does help if people are struggling to be part of something. Because because nine times out, not nine times out of ten, but sometimes you, you yeah. when you're struggling in that place, you 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 forget where you are and being part of something. You might have lost someone. You might have been through a trauma. You might have been through whatever reason. But sometimes it's like you're not part of something. So being part of maybe that local group or that local thingy, like, oh, it help massively for sure. No, I, uh, I I agree with you. And the thing is, is this is why we're here today and this is why you're here. You know, you said with your volunteering, if you say one thing to somebody that changes their life and follows their dreams. But for people that listen to this, you know, you don't know. And I'd like to think that there will be someone out there that your story changes that person's life and they follow their dreams. Um, it's one of those things, even if you're walking along the street and you give somebody a smile, um, that smile can change that person's day. I think what's amazing as well in a way is that, you know, you said you went from, you know, being a kid who struggled in school for a variety of different reasons. Um, and you kind of you've become a whole person if that makes sense you've become not somebody that anyone else told you to be or somebody that anybody else wanted you to be you've become exactly who you've wanted you to be um and you're only you know in your 20s so to be able to do that still so young uh it just shows um it just it just shows that it, you people are capable to become who they want and to follow their dreams and you know, that is what life can be. If you have a dream and you want to do it and you want to follow it, you can become that person and chase it. Yeah, I agree with that. 100% agree. Yeah, you put that in good context with that. Uh... This, is, this, is, this has been perfect. So, oh. yeah. No, no, thank, thank you, you for uh, 
listening. Keep your eyes on Tom through all his future adventures. And remember, like Tom said, just because he can't read or write, he discovered he has a superpower in a different area of his life. And so do you. Keep following your dreams, this is your life, and you are capable of becoming exactly who you've always dreamt about. Thanks for listening and see you next time.